sun is shining in New York City, Donald Trump was indicted and the world is kind of feeling like a fresh baby. Like it really is. It's it's spring. It officially is spring. I, I think it is. It's happening. I'm not going back. I've put away my coats. It's done. It is 80 degrees in New York City today and I'm recording this Thursday, April 6th at 11.16 a.m. Um, but that's a little concerning. But ultimately, I'm just happy that it's nice out. I hope it's nice out where you guys are because it's really been making me feel so good. I, I've been having this like thought and this is like high level for, for the first 45 seconds of the pod today. But the thought is I feel like my prefrontal cortex is like about to develop because I'm like realizing things. Like I'm just having all these realizations where I'm like, oh, that's what that is. Do you know what I mean? If anybody's 25, can they let me know? Because I'm turning 25 in a few months and I'm like, maybe it's like the 25 prefrontal cortex development. Um, But I'm just feeling like very like open and like in a curious learning mood. But we have a wonderful episode with one of my favorite guests, honestly, like we really just had the best conversation about creativity and being a self-starter in Los Angeles and just like being a motherfucking it girl. Her name is Diamond Marie. We've been uh, TikTok mutuals forever. And she just like is a creative like she's an actress. She does music, fashion, art like she's just very in touch with her creativity, which is something that really appealed to me about her. So I was really excited to have her on. And it's one of my episodes that I filmed when I was in L.A., but I hope you guys liked last week's solo episode. I definitely had fun recording it. Obviously, we're going to have some updates before we get into the interview and let's do it. So, okay, first of all, um, we need to talk about the Eras tour. If you don't, I'm not going to give spoilers. I don't, I don't have spoilers to give. That would be unfair. That being said, I went last weekend and it was amazing. I was on a brand trip with the Arlington, um, like tourism bureau And something really cool about that is this was a brand trip with a lot of travel journalists. So they had invited like travel journalists and, you know, buyers at different like um, different uh, journalistic outlets. So I was like one of two content creators on the trip. And that was nice because it's like surrounded by people that I really love. And we me and Allie had like kind of started getting to know these two women who were telling us about their lives and they're really really interesting and like one of them had lived in Germany and she was literally so interesting like her whole life was so interesting and the other one was um her plus one and she lived in St. Louis and it was just like a really good conversation and the whole time I'm talking to them I'm thinking they're like 28 29 years old not that age matters then they asked us how old we thought they were and we were like 29 30 they were literally like 41 and this is like a realization that I've been having I used to fear getting older so much and now I'm kind of like in this moment where I'm just excited about the opportunity to to age and like the blessing that that is but also like to realize that 40 is not old like 40 is the new 30 40 is the new 20 and I just feel like as you get older you start caring less you're more successful you kind of like drop into yourself a bit more and you become a bit more comfortable with life like I feel that the pressures of teenagehood and even like your 20s kind of fade away and they were such a good testament to that and they were so fun. We had the best time. Arlington is great. If you ever need any recs, I have them now. The concert was fabulous. My biggest takeaway from the concert, obviously I knew Taylor was going to be fabulous, but we saw Muna as one of the openers and guys, I'm in love with Muna. Like I would like to make love to the whole band. They're so sexy. The music is so good. I've never like found an album like their albums that just make me feel like dancing and going out like it's such a great vibe and such great energy and other than that I simply cannot understand how Taylor Swift managed to do that concert for four hours like it was exceptional she's truly amazing I'm so excited for everybody that's getting to go in the future you're gonna fucking love it and have the best time ever I know I did but yeah it was really it was just special And then I got back and my laptop broke, uh, which was great because my book is due on Monday. And by due, I mean, as you guys know, there was the strike and the strike delayed the edits, my last round of edits from my editor. So she gave the last round of edits back a month ago and I'm due to give it back to her. And then there'll be no more changes editorially other than a copy editor who does fact checking and like minor grammar and spelling gets really in the weeds to make sure there's no mistakes. And Jacqueline, my editor, is more like high bar overarching edits. And so I'm just like really, really excited. I, I've seen some covers and I don't know. It's like it's just this moment where we're like on the precipice of it all. And I used to be nervous and now I'm just like not nervous. I feel so good. Like I've been reading the book back to myself out loud and I'm just like, yes, like 
Yes, it feels right. And I used to be so concerned about perception and now I just don't care. I think after talking to Cheryl Strayed, it also really helped me because she was kind of like, your first book is your first book, girl. Like it doesn't matter. The New York Times bestseller list, I don't know if you guys know this, but it's technically not even um, like the USA Today bestseller list is a bestseller list based on numbers, exactly how many you sell. The New York Times bestseller list is more like a review where it has nothing to do with the books you sell. Like they say it does, but it's actually them choosing who gets to go on the list. So it's sad that we put so much weight on it, but I've kind of just set myself free from all of it. I'm ready to just have this moment and like put this into the world and like have people hopefully read it and like it. And if they don't, I don't care because it's so, it's something that's mine that I did and the accomplishment of it, of finishing it and it, this being the commencement of the career I've always wanted, it's just, I'm excited. I, I've lost the nerves. I don't even know where they went, but I don't feel them anymore. Like I, I just, I think I set myself free. And so it was kind of a mess that my laptop broke and I had to get another one and it's this whole fucking thing. But at the end of the day, we're glad that we have it and we are in the clear. So I'm just finishing up that um, pretty much today is when I'm going to be finishing up um, and then we're going to hand it in and then who knows what happens next. But we're really, we're doing everything so that the tour is going to be as amazing as possible. I'm building out my team. I'm signed with an agency now and I'm really excited. Haven't signed the contract, but I picked an agent. So we did a bunch of interviews or like conversations, meetings with different agents. Um, and I just think they're going to be really helpful for helping to build out this tour moment and everything else to come. I'm still working on my other writing projects, but they've been tabled just for the next like four days so I can finish this up. And then I'm just going to keep going with it. So that's my writing update. It feels really good. Oh, I finished Free Food for Millionaires and I think I'm going to start another one of her books because it was so good. If you liked City of Girls after I recommended that, you definitely need to read this. Um, other updates. We are officially on a season six of How to Get Away with Murder. I y'all y'all I can't believe it's ending I can't believe like I I can't believe I watched a whole fucking six season television show that to me is maybe the best accomplishment of all it's truly unreal like that is unmatched for me I never do stuff like that so I'm excited to get to the end but then I think we're gonna start scandal um so it's the season of newness new television show new book all the things and let's see what else Last night I saw New York, New York on Broadway. And if you love New York City, you have to see it. It's basically a love letter to New York City, but it has absolutely no plot to the point where like I can't explain the plot to you. The plot is like a girl from Philly comes to New York City because she wants to be a musician. And then there are a bunch of other characters who are already in New York who have different come from different backgrounds who also want to be musicians. And it's just like them trying to figure out how to be musicians. But there's no real like stakes or challenges like you don't know anything about the characters and then the stakes slash challenges are really like half-assed. So like she like faces some challenges, but they get resolved really quickly and she gets what she wants like pretty much really easily. But the best part about it is the set, the music, the costumes, the dancing and the performances are so fucking good that I did not even care that it did not have any plot whatsoever. I was weeping by the end of it. And if you are like a true New York girly, you need to go see it. It's really, really good. I also saw Shucked again since I saw it in rehearsals also great quicker short if you like a short show definitely go see that because it's awesome and I was at miscast I did my first red carpet it was really exciting I mean hosting my first red carpet and it's going to be streamed miscast on April 10th and it was just amazing and honestly my um I feel like every week I do an excerpt that should just be called touch grass and my touch grass expert excerpt this week is anybody who hates Ben Platt I'm so fucking over it I made a video about this on TikTok but if you didn't see it I'm just going to explain here Long story, make it short. Ben Platt is a nepotism baby. Um, his dad is Mark Platt, who produced Wicked, is a big entertainment producer and theatrical producer. And a lot of people on TikTok hate Ben Platt for no reason. They, they just hate him. They say he's annoying, awful, all these things. They have no reason. Number one, nobody can critique his performance because he's so talented. He's like one of the best artists that will come out of our generation in terms of theatrical performance. Um, and number two, he's really, really nice and very mellow and sweet. So like nobody can critique his personality they just hate him for no reason and here's the thing like I said this in my TikTok but I'll say it again does Ben Platt benefit from nepotism yes but what would you have liked him to do like he's incredibly talented obviously access to like teachers and all that stuff like helps to grow talent but if you're not good a teacher cannot teach you how to sing like 
I really do believe that regardless of who Ben Platt's parents were, he would have eventually gotten on Broadway, probably not as fast, might not have been as big, but he would have gotten there eventually because he's so talented. And I just don't know, like the same people who are complaining that they hate Ben Platt. If you were born into that situation and you're also really, really, really fucking talented, like a superstar, you're so good at singing and acting. You're going to use your resources to help you to get where you want to be faster than you like. It's just that kind of thing where I'm like, what did he do wrong? It's not like he's out here like, I don't know. It's not like he's giving like Lily Rose Depp walking in the Chanel show at five foot two. Do you know what I mean? Like he he's exactly where he needs to be. He was able to get there faster because of his privilege. But would you not have done the same? And so I made a video about it. And um, Ben actually DM'd me thanking me and was just saying like, you know, obviously I'm very privileged, but it was really nice to hear that from you. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm done with the slander. Like I will block you if you don't like him. He's so nice. I can't. Uh, he's fucking so nice and so sweet and he's so good anyway you have to watch miscast to see what he's saying because it was truly breathtaking but that's my touch grass for the week like if you hate ben platt touch grass like please go outside like and get some fresh air too like it's nice out other than that we are just coasting by trying to get through the days i am so excited for my trip to austin upcoming with my brothers and it's really exciting because he's going to get to meet my boyfriend's family, which like wasn't planned, but then became a plan. And I, it feels right. I feel excited. My parents have met his parents before. So my parents are like the kind of people that would meet anybody though. So it's not that weird, but I do think it's kind of like a moment for your boyfriend's family to meet your family. But my brothers, like, I don't like, I cannot explain to you like how much they're better than me in every way. Like they're the best people on earth. Like my brother Jack is like the most kind, sensitive, sweet, smart fucking person in the world. Like Jess is so lucky, like because he's just the best. Like he's just a fucking pjom, precious gem of a man. He's perfect. And um my brother Jake is just like the most like hard working, like creative, outgoing, interesting human being. Like they are the best. It's impossible not to like them. So I'm really excited for that. And that is on that is upcoming. Um, and there are other things upcoming because there are always other things upcoming. There's the move. There's there's the 25th birthday. There's the travels. There's the Michigan speaking engagement. There's a book. There's a pre-order. There's a tour. There's life. And we must live it. And I hope you're living it because I love you guys so fucking much. I can't even describe to you how much I love you. And I am so excited for you guys to hear this episode. I feel like you're just going to be kind of inspired, but just like feeling like the intention of me recording with um, Diamond was like, I want you guys to just feel like you can hone your creativity and go after it if that's what is exciting to you. So without further ado, let's get into this episode with creative creator, it girl, Diamond. And I will see you guys next week. I love you so very much. Um, giving you a kiss on the head from afar. Bye. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode. I am so fucking excited to be here. I, you don't know this about how I feel about you, but I, I think of you as an it girl. Oh, my like, God. To me, you are the it girl. Like, she, I'm, like, looking into what you do to, like, to, like, finalize my questions for you, and I'm like, okay, she's an actor, she's an artist, she's a creative, she's a content creator, she's a model, she's a singer, she's everything of the sort. And, like, <laughs> you also have a star quality name. Like, Diamond is a star. You're sparkling. I love like, that. Okay, so I was actually like talking about this with my friends. I was like, "What? I I feel like you need like a stage name when you're an actor, right?" Yeah. So I'm like, "Okay, so my full name is Diamond Marie Buckley." Yeah. And I was like, "Should I do the three, the Diamond Marie Buckley?" Yeah. Because I feel like that's so. That's so like, oh, like yeah. She's here. Or should I just do Diamond Buckley or Diamond Marie? I'm like, yeah. So much to think or about. You could, like, I think Diamond Marie is really cool, mm -hmm. but I think Diamond Marie Buckley is kind of like, who's that? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think it's the way the syllables work too. Mm -hmm. Like there are certain three like name names that I would be like, no, don't do that. But the way the syllables hit with Diamond Marie Buckley, just, just hot. I it's love so it. good. Thank well, you. welcome to the show. I, I like to let people introduce themselves in their own words because you know you better than I do. So tell us a little bit about who you are and you can tell us whatever you want. Oh my God. I'm always so bad about talking about like, myself. I don't, I don't know anything about yeah, myself. I actually don't know anything about myself ever. I don't know anything I'm about like, myself at all. I'm like, about me. <laughs> like, what? I. Okay, so is there like a camera? Is this a camera? This is a camera, yeah. Okay, hello. Um, I'm from Missouri. Well, okay. I'm from Missouri, but then I moved 
not to Missouri, but I always just say I'm from Missouri because it's yeah. like one of those small town things where it's like no one's going to know if I'm like, I'm from Belleville, Illinois. Yeah, they're going to be like, what, what is that? that? Yeah, like, how close matter. is it to Chicago? You're like, <laughs> just stop. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm from St. Louis. And yeah. then I moved here about four years ago okay. to pursue modeling. And that turned into more of acting. Okay. And that is me Where right now. I'm now. like, yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to do the acting thing. Yeah. And what else about me? I'm an Aquarius air sign. Oh my God, I love that. I <laughs> yeah. love, I think Aquarius makes good actors. Yeah, because good they're, actors. it's funny because I feel like Aquariuses are very, we're very logical people and yeah. um, solution oriented people and also kind of crazy. Like yeah. we're just creative. You that and, great energy. I love yeah. it. So modeling is like how you got your start. Like that's what brought you out here. Yes. How do you feel about modeling in the modeling industry? Like, what are your uh, thoughts? I've been waiting for the platform. Yeah, to you're talk like, about I'm ready to fucking dig in. Like, <laughs> thank you. It's, it's, okay. I love it. It, okay, it's one of those things where it's like I hate it, but when I love it, I love it. Okay, yeah. Because I feel like for the most part as a model, you're just like a prop. You're just a mannequin yeah. to be, people touch you, do whatever, and it's like you're not a real person. Yeah. But when you do have shoots where it's like very collaborative and you can really express fun. yourself, yeah. that's fun. But that's so few in between. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I feel like modeling, it really made me hate myself yeah because it's so how do you not compare yourself to every other every model girl. you know what I mean yeah and it's just I still do it it's not like you know it's but, not like your main passion yeah it's not the path that I'm leading myself to I'm not trying to be a model it's one of those things where it's like oh if a modeling job is offered to me I'll do it yeah you know so you mentioned that it made you not like yourself like what was that like like how does it make you feel like I, cause I have no experience with this and I've mm. interviewed models before, but people that love it, people that are like, it destroyed my mental health. Like how, how did that make you feel? Um, sorry. The question was how did, how does like model, how did it make you feel? Like when you say that it made you like hate yourself and like go down that spiral. It just made, you just look at every little thing about yourself. It's like insecurities you didn't even know you had yeah. like just surface yeah. and it's just it's like why am I doing this to myself yeah and it just yeah it just made you it made you it made me feel so insecure and I feel like it make it, ma it makes you crazy because you start comparing yourself to other people yeah. and it makes you an insecure bitch and you, yeah. you literally become a bitch you're like yeah. okay this girl has looks like that like that like well she has these measurements and yeah. I have these measurements and it's just not a good place for like your brain to toxic. be it's very toxic I think my worst nightmare is a fitting like if you put me in a fitting like I think that's my personal <laughs> like I've never been in one but like if I had to get fit for clothes like I think I would die like yeah. right there on the spot I'd be like don't do it no like back away like please. don't fit me into clothes I don't want it <laughs> yeah. like I don't need it so you don't model that much anymore or you mm. kind of have just like decentered it from your life yeah it's more I've decentered it where I feel like before it was such a hustle I was like okay castings I'm going to submit myself and now yeah. it's kind of like my friends will come to me and be like hey do you want to do this job and I'll be like sure yeah you'll be like yeah I will yeah so you like fashion a lot I and love I it get that from your your online presence like did modeling at all like alter your personal style or like fashion? Were you able to like indulge in fashion at all through modeling or is it kind of more of like a personal journey? I feel like modeling took away my passion for fashion yeah. um, because I, I feel like before fashion for me was how can I show off my body and make people see that I'm skinny and that yeah, I have a shape. Hot. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that wasn't showing my true personal style. And yeah. so now that my brain, I've rewired my brain to not think like that. I feel like I can really show off my style. Like I love just like baggy stuff yeah. or, you know, like a straight silhouette. Like an androgynous kind of a vibe. Yes. But. And I've just, my passion for, my passion for fashion. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> I feel like it, I've really connected more to it now. Yeah. I mm. love that. How, how did you develop personal style? I feel like nobody knows where to start. Like, where did you start? When did you get the itch to be like, I really like clothes. Like I really like fashion. That's such a good question. I, I feel like everyone has their own take on this. I love Pinterest and I fucking love Pinterest. I love it. She's such, it's the best social media. I don't even know if it's social media. It's everything to me. It's so funny. It kind of is. I saw this tweet where this girl, she was like, 
what did she say? She was getting dragged on Pinterest. And I'm like, how do you get dragged on Pinterest? <laughs> I'm like, bitch, what the fuck did you do? Did you piss off like the like almond mom blogger? Literally. Like, what did like, you do? I think you're the problem here. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of a social media, but like they do have comments on it now, which is they, they those are kind of funny to read. Yeah. Like, that's kind of fun. I, I really just like make my boards and like, pin the, I don't yeah. post like my own shit. I make my boards and go on with my life. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but yeah. I love it. I love I love seeing different combinations of outfits that you would never think to do. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people are like, don't look at other people for inspiration. But that's all I do because it's, yeah. it's inspiration. And it's like sometimes you just need to see it yeah. to be like, oh, you can do that. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Also, how are you supposed to not look to other people for inspiration? Like, how would you get it then? Exactly. There would be no inspiration. There would be none. Where do you like to shop? Like, what is, like, your dream? Like, I give you thousands and thousands of dollars. Oh like, you can God. go anywhere. Like, where are you going? That's such a... I, if I had a thousand, I'm just an eBay girl. If no I, I love eBay because it's so, I I think I just truly love shopping and eBay is one of those things where it's endless and so you click on something and it gives you 30 new suggestions for something that looks like that and you could literally be on it for five hours straight. Yeah, I love eBay. I was like an eBay kid where like I don't know if like you got into this at all as a child, but like. There was this like culture going around in my middle school where like kids were like on their parents' eBay accounts getting into bidding wars, <laughs> like for the for like the hype of it all, and then like would try to like outbid and like the goal was to not actually win whatever it was. Hilarious. But like, I had that happening in my life. I think I might have trauma like unaddressed from the eBay <laughs> bidding wars that I like accidentally won one, and then my parents were having to like fork over money for some item they didn't want when I was like ten. So I think I need to get back into it because I've never used eBay for fashion. That is so funny. That yeah. I think that is such a niche thing to your life. Yeah, <laughs> never... so that's a niche thing. Like I was into like bidding on eBay as a kid. That was like my idea of fun. That is hilarious. I love that. That is the cutest thing ever. Are you like a Depop girly at all? I am, but Depop is one of those things where. The sellers on there, sometimes I'm like, you're pushing it. Yeah. You're no, they'll be like, here's a free people tank top, $90. I'm like, no, no, that I, was 12. No. I know. And it's like, okay, I, re I respect the hustle, but I'm going to have to move on. Yeah. I kind of go on there for inspiration. I'll like scroll and be like, oh, I, I like, like that. that. And then I'll get, find it on yeah. eBay. Okay. Love yeah, that. Okay. Which, you're giving everybody the hack. Yes. My roommate is like a Depop girly. She sells, she buys. And I feel like it's like a drug like high for her because this woman, like God bless her soul, she also has the best style ever. Mm -hmm. But she has problems with Depop every day. <laughs> every day. It's like, oh, this item isn't coming. Oh, this item isn't, oh, it never came. It never arrived. But then when it when something does come and it fits her, she needs she needs to do it again. It's and a I'm high. Like, I'm like, did we forget about like the Prada boot gate of like last week when like you ordered Prada boots off Depop and they were such a steal and then they weren't coming and then the person said that they were in Nashville but they were really in Bulgaria like do you remember no. that and she's like no because then they came two months later and now I'm happy and I'm yeah. like I'm like true but I feel like it's such like a struggle like the online thrifting of it all like uh -huh. it's kind of scary out there it's it's a like hit or miss kind of thing, yeah. but I get the high. It's like when moms talk about giving birth. My mom told me that she was like, after you give birth, like you just forget about it and then you just want more babies. So maybe it's like that. Like you forget the trauma of it all and you're just like, I love my baby. I want to, I want to go through that again. It's yeah. like that for Depop. It's like that for Depop. But also for me personally, I don't think I'm going to forget about giving birth. Like I think <laughs> I'm going to do that shit and be like, yeah, I'm good. Like I'm so good. I am... I am so confused on how people actually give birth. Like, when I really think about it logistically, I push out a fucking person yeah, out like, of my vagina. Yeah. No. No, no, no. absolutely not. It, no. I feel like people are too nonchalant about yeah, birth. Yeah, they're just, like, casual about it. I saw a girl, a, like, TikTok mom, but she's, like, um, our age range. Like, she's not, like, our mom's age. And mm -hmm. she was, like... I like made a person and this person is now requesting Taco Bell. <laughs> and this person is speaking in full sentences and saying like, mommy, can I have Taco Bell? Isn't and so she's weird? like, this is fucking nuts. And I'm like, you're so right, girl. And you're so valid for saying that. And say it again. Yeah. Because people are just acting like this is just another thing. It's like, oh, I'll do and that. And I'm like, yeah, you did make a person. Now the person wants Taco Bell. And that's oh. fucking crazy. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's so. And then you have to be responsible for that person and make sure they're a good person. Yeah. And it's too much to think about. Like, I have to think about myself. And sometimes that's no. a lot. Yeah. So. No, I agree. So you, you have a lot of, like, interests and passions. And I love that because my podcast is all about, like, I feel like 
women especially get pigeonholed into they can only be one thing. You can only do one thing. You can only have one thing. And if mm-hmm. you have more than one thing, you're all over the place in a mess. Whereas if a man did it, he's well-rounded and totally. powerful. What is like your dream? Like you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like what are you doing? Are you like an Oscar nominated actress? Are you like running some kind of business? Are you demodeling? Like what is your dream, dream, dream? That is such a hard question. Okay. Obviously like if I had in my way, I would be a, you know, a successful actor, but I don't want to like, I don't know. I feel like there's more to it than that. Yeah. I, I feel like it honestly depends on the day of the week you ask me because I truly do have so many passions. Like I love art. I love music. I love learning. Like sometimes I'm like, I just want to go back to college and just yeah. if I could just have a free ride, learn about anything I want, that would be amazing. Yeah, That is genuinely such a hard question to answer learning I'm such a big learning person too like Mm -hmm. that's why I like to read I think because I am like maybe this is like so stupid to say but I'm astounded when I learn something new not that I feel like I know everything but when somebody explains something to me I'm like that's so fucking interesting like yes and then I realize like it's so cool to me and this is like a way that I help myself get out of depression and like depressive moments is like uh, there are I will never learn everything there's an endless fountain of things to learn yeah you know and it's when you really think about it there's just there's like little minute things that you would never think about and no. you can just learn about it like I was learning about sheep herders the other day yeah I was like why but it was just so interesting how are these people doing this mm-hmm. do you have like a YouTube rabbit hole that you like like love to like go down and like learn about something <sighs> nothing specific but my youtube search history is like the control. most psychotic thing you i love it see. yeah what do you like what kind of things are you searching up if you don't mind telling us okay well right now i've been really into learning about widows okay. I, used, I watched this video of this woman talking about her husband dying from cancer and it was very sad but i just i'm really interested in learning about like the place your brain goes to after something so traumatic like that happens because I feel like I haven't really experienced too many traumatic things and so I I'm just like how would you even process that like how do you cope with something like that so I've been really interested in just learning about how people maybe you would be a good like psychiatrist maybe you like to like you like the psychology of it (laughs) all I love that so I want to talk a little bit about acting okay um I grew up acting. I feel like a lot of my listeners did too. Mm-hmm. How did you get into acting? Like what bug bit you? Like what movie did you watch? What thing did you do where you were like, I want to be an actor? Okay. So I did show choir and musicals in high school. And so it's, I, I, it I've always been a performer. Yeah. And I feel like it was just this natural progression. I, when you move here, you're just surrounded by so many people in the entertainment industry. And I yeah. was like, oh, I'll, I'll act. Like, yeah, I'll just see. And then I realized it's so fulfilling there's something about it where there's all just telling a story but how do I explain it like getting a script and figuring out how to communicate it in your way yeah does that make sense no it makes so much sense yeah and it takes like a deep level of empathy to get there Mm -hmm. which I think is a really special thing that Mm -hmm. people don't like know about acting totally and it takes also actors are really smart people Mm-hmm. You have to be like observant and in tune with the world because if you're not, yes, it's not going to work. And you become a better actor by listening and watching people. I love people watching because yeah. I love there's so many little nuances and just like the way people move their lips or just like the way they like twitch their eyebrows, yeah. and, you know? Yeah. My playwriting professor one time, like when I was writing a play in college was like, I need you to start walking around without your headphones on because sometimes you're writing characters like how you think they would talk, but, like, listen to how people talk. Like, right. go to a workout class and just, like, overhear people and their friends chatting before the class. Like, listen to how people actually do things, and mm-hmm. that's when you become the best writer, when you're observing the world and, like, just taking your headphones out and listening. And I feel like it's very similar with acting. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because I wish – sometimes I get scripts, and I'm like, I wish more writers did that because sometimes it's just, like, they'll, I'll get a script, and it's like they're talking in monologues. Yeah. And I'm like, no one t- – You're like, people don't talk Today like Today I woke up, and I am so mad at you, Jeremy. And Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah you're like, people don't talk like this. They don't. How did you start getting jobs in L.A.? Um – you got to utilize the casting websites. Like I oh, love yeah. LA networks or um, actors access and just, I, I'm like a very obsessive person. And so like, I'll just go online and I'm just constantly looking for 
um, castings and things I can submit myself to. And I'm always just figuring out how to perfect my reel, my headshots. Mm -hmm. It's just all about just putting yourself out there and submit, submit, submit. Yeah. Do you take acting classes at all? I do. Where do you like to take class? So right now I go to Deborah Lehman in Silver Lake. Okay. And I really value class. I feel like it's one of those things where when you're starting out, you're like, oh, do I really need to do it? Yeah. You do. You do. Because one, you you just need to do it. And yeah. two, being around actors, it motivates you to just keep going. Because sometimes I feel like it's very hard in this industry, like being rejected all the time. And sometimes you're like, like, what am I even doing? Yeah. You know? But being around other actors is it's very important. It's community. It's community. Also, how do you deal with that rejection? Because I feel like this industry, like, it's so fucking competitive and cutthroat and like yeah. it's it's a grind and if you're not really in it like it will eat you alive like how you do you deal with that it's so hard i feel like every six months i'm like i'm moving home i'm, I'm done i've had it yeah it's that's why i say it's why everyone says you need to genuinely love it or it makes no sense for to you do to be it. doing this because you're it's like rotting your brain yeah. but it's also i love it so much it's worth it in a weird way because once you book the right job you're just like and you're on set you understand all of it. it's like okay it i get why i'm doing all this yeah. yeah but you have to truly love it or else it makes no sense where do you find the motivation to be like submitting 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 because i feel like sometimes like when you're throwing shit at the wall and it's just sliding down the wall eventually you're like i'm done throwing my arm hurts like it's enough how do you keep doing that what's that motivation i just think you need more than motivation it's kind of a thing of where I, I've always said you should not rely on motivation because that runs dry. You just yeah. need to, it's one of those things where it's like, I just need to do it. Like, this is what you do. It's like when you go to, to your job, yeah. I'm just, I'm going to my job because I have to go to my job. Like I can't just not go, yeah, to, work. I can't just go to work. So I have to submit to everything 24 yeah. seven because it's just what I do. That's have, how I become an actor. Have you had a favorite set experience or like film experience thus far that you've done that you've been like, this is like the moment, this is what I've been working toward. I worked on a short film like relatively recently. It was an, it was all women. Oh, I love that. It was so fun because before that I worked on a set. I'll just say it wasn't the best. I'll okay, just say yeah. that. And it was like the contrast of working with that and then going to this set run by women. It was, it's just beautiful. I love working with women because we're yeah. so empathetic to each other and we – I just feel like sometimes you go on set and you're not seen as a person, yeah. but I felt seen there. And listened to. Mm -hmm. What has your experience been like as a woman working in entertainment? Because like, it scares me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you hear a lot of the bad and that's good for warning purposes, mm -hmm. but it's not good for like feeling excited about diving in. It's definitely, it's tricky. Cause I feel like as a woman, it's hard to assert yourself. Yeah. And it's hard to set boundaries, which I'm really still working on. I think it it's so personal. It's it's hard to even give advice because it's just like you gotta figure things out as you go. And yeah. I've been on sets where I'm like, I don't really know how to assert myself here. I don't really know what to do. Yeah. And you just I think having a support system is really important. Yeah. Because as a woman, it's just a lot. And sometimes you have to take it. And sometimes you just got to know when to not take it. And I think having the support system, that helps So because you have people being like, that's not okay. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes you gaslight yourself and you're like, like, whatever, that's how it is. Yeah. But sometimes you need to know, like, some things are not okay to deal with. Yeah. But it's just tricky. And it's good to have someone to say that to you. Yeah. On a more positive note, mm -hmm. is there, like, a movie or television show that you've seen where you're like, I would have fucking crushed that role? Like, that's my oh role. Oh, my God. And if there's a similar role, that's my role. Uh, that's such a good question. Okay, I was just talking about how yesterday I really want to be a comedic actress. I just okay, feel I like... That. I don't know what specific... I'm trying to think right now. What specific... Oh, what is that movie with... Uh, who is it? Jason... I, I have... I'm like drawing a blank. Sa saving Sarah Marshall, or is it? It's something. Sarah Marshall. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. Kirsten. Yes, 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 yes. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. about yeah. I feel like I 
would have been so good in that. Yeah, I would have killed that. I love that era of comedic movies. So like rom-com vibes? Yes. Do you have a favorite rom-com? I don't think I have a favorite. I just love the genre in general. Yeah. Like if we could, I wish I was born in that era like so 90s. I could just, yes. Just like, oh, he would eat it up. Also, I just feel like you have the look for it too. Thank you. Like you just have a very like sunny disposition. You're a very positive person. Thank you. And I feel like those movies, like they make you feel good. And like, yes, there's nothing like working on something. Even when it's like you post a TikTok and people are like, this made me feel really great today. Mm -hmm. There's like nothing like having that. No, I know. I was... I was thinking about that um, earlier because I feel like with TikTok, sometimes you just get hard on yourself about numbers and whatever, yeah. whatever. And I really have changed my viewpoint around it because it's all about just if someone enjoys it and if you enjoy making it, that's really all that matters. Yeah. You know? And I feel the same with work and yeah. acting, you know? Making yeah. Feel you have good. to make content that you like to view. Or else you'll go crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some of the first content I saw of yours was actually talking about TV shows. Oh my God. And <laughs> we have like some similar interests with television shows, but I, I think the first video I saw of yours was actually you talking about your Gilmore Girls takes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my listeners are Gilmore Girls fans. Tell me a little bit about your Gilmore Girls takes. Like, what are your takes on the show? Okay. I, I am so, I have such intense takes, so I'm, I'm excited to hear yours. So, I, let me think of my takes. <laughs> You're like, let me just remember. Yeah, because I re I rewatched it, but that was about a year ago, so I'm trying to, like, have the show all come to me. Okay, one thing that is, I feel like it's so unanimous that I don't understand Everyone loves Jess. What is Jess, yeah. right? No, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. I'm like, are, did we watch the same show? Yeah. I'm very confused. I love Dean. Yeah. Every time I say that, people are like. I'm not a fan of his, but I'm, <sighs> I'm, I think they all kind of three suck. All three. Really? Okay. Logan is meh. I like Logan. I would say he's meh. He grew on me, but. Yeah. yeah. I kind of think they deserve each other is my one thing. Mm. She pisses me off. Like, I can't stand her. I fucking hate her. Mm -hmm. Like, people are Rory and Lorelai apologists, and I'm like, you do realize that these people are, like, they're, like, they're, like, anti-heroes. Mm -hmm. They're, like, low-key villains. Like, they need a lot of therapy. 100%. They both piss me off. Like, more Okay, so I was like, I hate, I at one point I hated Rory more than Lorelai, but then yeah. I was like, no, Lorelai's literally a grown woman. Rory is like a dumb teenager. She's still, I can't stand her, but Lorelai is like, she needs a lot of therapy. Yes, and lot. also, I am acknowledged trauma always. Mm -hmm. Trauma is not an excuse, though, to be a bad friend. Totally. Maybe a couple times, you're a shitty friend, you're going through something. Mm -hmm. She's a terrible friend to Suki. She's <laughs> a fucking awful friend. She's also fat phobic as hell. Oh, yeah. When you rewatch it, you're like, oh, girl. It's so funny to watch older shows and be like, yeah. oh, oh. Like, how like, did that wow. get past? They yeah. really said a lot. And, oh. Yeah. And Lorelai's lack of boundaries is glaring. I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't know what's going on here. Also, she, like, she fucks with men. Mm -hmm. And listen, I'm all for fucking with men. But, like, she self-sabotages every relationship. I, I almost can't watch her do it, but Rory, like, that girl really bothers me. She's kind of a pick-me vibes. Yeah, and she's, um, she, she just seems like a very insufferable person to be around. You know yeah. what I love? I love Paris. Paris, she's my girl. Yes. She is my girl. And it's so funny because I feel like she's written to be... A villain. Yeah, but it's like, no, I... I'm like, this bitch kept it real the whole time. Yeah, she really resonates with me. I get her. I see her. Yeah. <laughs> I also see Emily. Like, I, I, a lot of people are like, no, I hate her. I'm like, but that's, she has an arc. The growth that that woman goes through in the show, like, by the end, you're like, wow, you came full circle. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she's, she's just, she's strong in her convictions. And maybe yeah. the way she goes about certain things, I wouldn't recommend, but I just really respect that. You know, yeah. she's coming from a good place. She's just like a old white lady. Like, obviously, like, sometimes it's just not going to be communicated. It's not going to be like what we're looking for, <laughs> yeah. but like she's doing the best she can. Exactly. I love that show. Would you rather be in television or movies or like you not care? Ooh. <sighs> I don't know. Okay. I feel like it would be, that is a really good question. Let me think. I feel like being a movie star would be nice. Yeah. But I feel like that's not really a thing anymore. I feel like the closest thing to movie stars is like Marvel yeah. actors. But I don't I wouldn't I don't think I'd want to be a Marvel actor. I would just want to be like a Tom Cruise where people go see a movie because of you. Yeah, that's that's always so cool. Like, oh my God, did you hear like Margot Robbie's in this movie? Like she's a star. Yeah, she is a movie star. She's but, such a movie star. And like mm -hmm. Anne Hathaway's a movie star. I love Anne Hathaway. I fuck with Anne Hathaway. And I just have to say, like, 
people switched up so quick. Like, people were, like, bullying her in the two- 2010s. I just read about that. I didn't know that. And I was like, what are you even bullying like, her Like, about? what the fuck is wrong with you? And now all of a sudden she, like, went through this little glow-up era. And people were like, I love her. And I'm like, I've if you said one it. bad word about her in 2010, you're done. Mm-hmm. Like, you're on my shit list. Yeah. I'm going to find you. Digital footprint. I'm going to look you up. I'm going to find that shit that you wrote on Facebook about Anne Hathaway and you're done. That's crazy. I love Anne Hathaway and she's never done anything to anyone ever. That's the thing about like movie stars though. They like, Mm. they kind of keep quiet. Yeah. They just like go do their movies, go to their premieres and that's it. See, I couldn't do that. You don't want to do that. You want to be. No, I couldn't do that. I I couldn't be like an elusive, like uh, Alexa Demi. Like I talk. (laughs) No, my, I'm running my mouth. Well, you're an Aquarius. Like, of course you talk. Yes, exactly. But I feel like. Part of me sometimes is like, I'm going to wake up today and be mysterious. And then the first five minutes of my day, I'm like telling someone random about like all this fucking shit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I, sh- I can't do it. I'm not a mysterious girl. <laughs> it's like when you, did you ever go to school and you're like, I'm going to be mad today. Like I'm just in a bad mood. And then someone makes you laugh and then you're just. <laughs> Fuck, you forgot about it. Yeah. Or you're like, I'm going to like my crush. Like I'm just going to not talk to them. Like yeah. I'm going to be mysterious. Like, I'm gonna- and then, like, two seconds in they're like, do you have a pencil? And you're like, what? You yes. have a pencil for me? Yeah, I have a pencil. Of course. Yeah, of course <laughs> yeah. I have a pencil. Like, I, yeah, I I don't leave much to the imagination. No, like, I can't. And sometimes I'm like, I should, but I'm like, that's not who I am. Yeah, and I have this thing where, I, like, I just think I'm so interesting. I think everyone should know what I'm thinking. Yeah. So why would I hold that from the world? Yeah, <laughs> so true. I love that. So how do you stay true to yourself and your identity when you're in this industry that's kind of like trying to pigeonhole you as like you're this kind of actor you're this you're that like oh you fit here like how do you stay true to like this is who I am when all of that's happening it's hard I feel like it's a trap we all kind of fall into even if you're not aware of it Mm. like comparison comparison and just being like oh maybe if I did this like then I would have this yeah but I think how I really say true to myself is the, the people I admire are people that say true to themselves. Yeah. And like when I think about that, I always that's what I like about people is that they just have something to them yeah. that you can tell is authentic. And so I need to stay authentic to myself because that's the only way you really stick out, you know? Yeah. And that's I feel good about myself when I stay strong in my convictions. Like when I feel like going back to TikTok, like when I catch myself just following trends and then the video flops and I'm like, I didn't even like this video. So when I just stay true to myself, I respect myself more and I just feel better about myself. Who are some of the people that you look up to that stay true to themselves? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm like drawing a blank. It's like when people ask you, what's your favorite song? And And I'm just like, I have no idea. I've never listened to a song. I know. I've never, ever listened to a song. Never heard music ever. Um, the first one that really comes to my mind is Rihanna. I feel like that's such an easy answer, but I really, yeah, I love her because she does not care. And I was going back to the, like the Super Bowl performance. Like it was so funny to me because I feel like it's just one of those things where she's like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, yeah. Cause honestly, if I'm being honest, I feel like she kind of gave nothing, but in the best way, she was just like, yeah. Okay. What are y'all going to do if I, yeah. You know, I'm just do whatever I want. That's what the New York Times said. The New York Times was like, she came, she gave nothing, and it ate because she's fucking Rihanna. And she doesn't need the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl needs her. She doesn't care. Also, like, sorry, I'm sorry. What other person can you name that can be in, like, the third trimester of a pregnancy (laughs) after already just giving birth, after not performing live for years, suspended in the air for 13 minutes, singing banger after banger Banger after after banger. banger. By the way, she's also a billionaire. By the way, her baby daddy is also sexy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And she's a mom. Like, name one other person that can do that shit. Exactly. You can't. Y'all can't tell her anything. Like, you I'm can't. sorry. No. Yeah. yeah, I love a person that is just who they are. And yeah. it's like, one thing you have to remember is if people dislike you, it's like, okay, what are they going to do about it? Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like everyone wants to be liked and they want approval for everything. But it's like, who cares? You know? Yeah, who the fuck cares? I'm all about the who cares mentality. Mm -hmm. And Riri, I think she encapsulates it because there was not a peep out of her mouth after that performance. Like, Mm -hmm. she walked off the stage. They were popping champagne all over her. She couldn't even have it. (laughs) She got in her little golf cart and drove away to go sleep in bed next to ASAP Rocky. Like, the lucky bitch she is. And, like, the lucky bitch he is. Like, I'm sorry, like, not a peep came out of her mouth because she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. She doesn't give a fuck. She's laughing to the bank. She does not care. Mm -hmm. I love her. Exactly. She's a precious human. I think that's a great 
it's a great role model to have. Yeah, you know, I totally agree. She's mm-hmm. a great role model. So in all of this like craziness that you're going through and like this crazy industry, what is like your routine for self-care and like keeping yourself mentally healthy and like, I'm okay, I can do this. I can go and do another day. I've been really big on meditation. Mm. I feel like when I first started to try to meditate, it's it's a weird thing because it's harder than it seems, like just sitting there. So hard. Yeah. And I'm like, is this even doing anything? But it's one of those slow burns where you feel your mind clearing up because I feel like you're always on your phone like you get it like you're a content creator like your job is literally on your phone and you're absorbing so many people's opinions and thoughts and negativity and you don't really realize how much of that you're absorbing into your soul and so when you just take set aside time to just clear clear your mind yeah it's, it's it's very important everything. to me. Mm-hmm. I love that. Do you like to like be outside when you're having a rough day? Do you, are you an indoor girly? Like, what's your kind of practice? I need to go outside more. It's one of yeah. those things where it's funny how your brain works because you know certain things will make you feel better, but sometimes it's just hard to get yourself to do it. It's like yeah. literally, if I go outside and go on a walk, I know I will feel better, but I just can't. Yeah. Do it. But I do feel better when I do that. I'm that way with plans where I'm like, I know if I get to this dinner with my friends, I'm going to feel better walking away. Uh-huh. And maybe they'll even say something that inspires me. Like, I could get so much out of this, but I getting there is so fucking difficult. Part. It's like anything, though. It's like an audition. Getting to the audition is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Getting to, like, the therapist's office is the hardest part. Oh, my God. I'm trying to find a therapist. I've been trying to find one for, like, two years. It's and hard. I'm just... I, I'm like, I kind of give up, but I know I should find a therapist. Yeah. Have you ever done BetterHelp? No. So it's an online platform. Um, I advertise with them, but I found my therapist through that, and then mm-hmm. she left BetterHelp, and now I use her, like, one-on-one. Mm-hmm. But basically, you, like, go on this online platform, and you, like, get matched with a therapist based on your needs and what they do. You, like, fill out a little survey. And it's, like, very inexpensive and you pay monthly. That being said, if you don't like your therapist after the first session, it takes, like, two seconds to, like, switch therapist. And then you can scroll all these other ones and find a new one. And it's, like, shopping around without the awkward, like, I'm breaking up with you. Like, you just won't book another session with that person and then you jump to another one. It's nice. Yeah, I should check that out because I've had a few sessions with therapists and it's just, like – I just, what I really want, I want them to feel, I want to feel like you're connected. And like the few ones I've had, it's just been like, oh, how do you feel? How does that make you feel? Yeah. I'm like, uh. You're like, I hate this. It's not working for me. Yeah. You got to shop around. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of curious who you are outside of like your internet persona and then also like acting. Like I like to ask people this, like I was explaining this to my last guest, but I was interviewing an author last week and I asked like who she is outside of like writing and she was telling me about how she's obsessed with trees. And I was like, see, I would never have known that about you. Like what are some things that you're just like fucking obsessed with that like you don't really put anywhere or like we would have to dig for? Like who are you at your core? That is such a good question. I'm like, who who the fuck am I at my core? What do I love? I love, well, I I talk about music on my platforms, but I love music. Playlists. You have great playlists. Thank you. I just feel like music is such, I would lose my mind if I, I, whenever I leave the house, I'm literally, I have headphones on. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I was a choir kid and like, as soon as I have been able to communicate, I've just been singing. Yeah. I feel like that is a huge part of my life. Like, I write music. I play piano sometimes. Yeah. I go through phases where I'm like, okay, I but play you piano. you can play piano. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like, yeah, I am obsessed with music. Who are your favorite artists? Oh, right now, I've been really into Lizzie McAlpine. As oh, yeah. Know. She's so good. That song on TikTok. Ceilings. Oh, so- yeah it's so good it's so good I had no idea who she was until a couple months ago I just I just hit like I randomly hit a playlist and not a playlist uh album her album and I was just like going to the flea market and I was just yeah. listening to it and I was like wait this is you're like this is hitting like whoa <laughs> and yeah. then I just when I find an artist I like I listen to them non-stop, non-stop. yeah I learn everything about them I'm yeah like, let me watch all her music videos yeah have you seen her music videos uh, no they're I need to cinematic look at them? okay fuck. Yes. she's really good yes I'm a stan yeah I love her mm-hmm. I'm currently in so unfortunately for me my like top artist for several years was Kanye West yeah <laughs> I was a, just a big Kanye West girl like his music was like my shit. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, no longer. Like we're not doing that and it's fine. Thanks. So then I I had to like replace like the obsession and I've always loved Beyonce. Like she's also always in my top five. Yes. So now I'm just in my Beyonce. I'm in my era. I Her just older shuffle. music. It's 
fucking rocks. Oh like my it's God. the best. I am in my era. I listen to everything. I watch all the music videos. Like I am just like in my I'm in my moment with her. She's like my favorite right now. Totally. I when people talk about Beyonce like she's overrated, it's genuinely an ob objectively Beyonce is not overrated. She's no. more underrated. Yeah, no, it's heinous. It's objectively misogynistic, patriarchal, mm -hmm. racist, and all the things to say that. All of the above. She is a, a mecca. Like she. I always say, like, it's, like, royalty. Mm -hmm. Like, I think about, like, American royalty is Beyonce and Jay-Z. They're American royalty. Like, totally. she's amazing. She's like, amazing. it's unbelievable how talented she is. I love, I really admire people when you can just see how hard they work. Yeah. That's why I love, I, I love another thing I've been really into, like, a short segue. I've been really into ballet. Like Oh, I love it. Yeah. Because it's so, Beautiful. it's such a hard sport. And I yeah. just really love watching people that you can tell they, stick to something and they work at it nonstop and yeah. seeing how successful they get. Yeah. I no, it's it. so great. So my last question for you is, do you have advice for people who are like, I'm trying to like uproot my life and follow my dreams and go to somewhere like New York or LA and like pursue the creative fields? Like, what do you say to that, that person who was like at one point where you were, where you were like making that choice to make that leap? I say fall. Okay. Follow, it's going to sound very generic at first, but I'm going to follow your heart because if I moved out here for nothing, like let's say I just moved out here to like f chase a boy or something, like something yeah. I'm not actually passionate about, I would not have made it, no. you know? I moved here, it was hard, but I knew there was something at the under, at the other end of this, the rainbow, yeah. you know? Um Follow where your heart guides you because I love, I love being an entertainer. I love being surrounded by creative people mm. and it was hard to move out here, but I knew I was here for a reason and yeah. You got to follow your heart. You got to follow your heart. I like that. I also always say that there's like a science behind gut instincts. Mm -hmm. So like if you're having a bad gut instinct about something or a good gut instinct, you can't just pass that off as like a little anxiety. Like there's science, like there's a reason you're feeling that way mm -hmm. and like you have to listen to it. Totally. My gut is never wrong. Yeah, no, she's never wrong. Yeah. Well, okay, I won't say it's never wrong because I am an anxious person, but like yeah. I can tell. You can there's tell. Like, there's anxiety and then there's like, mm, mm, you know. That's a feeling. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Tell everybody where we can find you. Okay. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at I'm Diamond Marie, TikTok at Snoop Diamond. And Pinterest at Snoop Diamond. Oh, my God. Fuck. I'm coming to tear Pinterest. Like, next thing I'm going to be looking at your manifestation board being like, hmm, what's, what's next for this girl? I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. This was so much fun. So fun. Thank you for having me. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.